I noticed that uh, many times people give their life to Jesus. There's one thing to be saved, but there's another thing to for you now to walk with God. You can be saved and don't even understand this this faith that 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 saved you. So that's where discipleship comes handy. Matthew chapter twenty-eight, verse eighteen to twenty. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations. You cannot disciple an unsafe person. Can you? No. Amen, brother. What you're saying right now is so important because the <laughs> emphasis on this verse is more on the salvation than it is the preparation. Hmm. And yet this is, you have to be a, a saved in order to be a disciple. So this is more about the, the exhortation to be making disciples uh, wow. and, and the evangelistic aspect. It is equally important is, but as you, as you said, go make. make he didn't yeah. say go visualize. He didn't mm -hmm. go say create wow. an atmosphere that maybe may happen. To make, it takes strategic, purposeful relationships to duplicate yourself in somebody mm. else. And that's the difference. You're hitting something so important uh, that we get to you know, share with pastors around the world. We, we think we get them saved and we get them baptized and then start coming to church. And uh, many pastors believe that what they do on Sunday and midweek mm -hmm. is their main discipleship uh, you know, uh, diet they need to be on. And, and that, that is just not enough. Mm. Uh, so uh, again, even like, like, you know, being a, being a husband, being a wife, that takes discipleship. 98% mm. of people in the world that receive Christ will tell you they did not have a good godly example with their mother and father. Wow. 98%. So mm. then who taught them how? prior to, you know, saying I do, and I, God, I'm ready to take on this responsibility. Hmm. Uh, discipling people and how to be a husband and a wife and a parent is a priority within the word of God. As we know, in 1 mm -hmm. Timothy 3, God says it's a prerequisite to anyone hmm. being in leadership in the ministry. So hmm. you're hitting something very important, brother. And, and if, if we see that the purpose of the church is to go make disciples with what Jesus said, hmm. And a majority of, of, of people in the churches today, if you ask them, hmm. what is a disciple, the majority of them would say, I don't know. Now, God warned us we would be in this condition prior to his return, as we, we can see the things that are happening within the world, but within the church also. We are close to his return. Um, I would say in many, in doing this for 32 years now, I've asked literally uh, well over thousands of people what they believe and think a disciple is. And uh, most uh, people within the body of Christ have no idea. And how can you become something you don't can't even explain? So let me add to what you're saying, uh, Mr. Greg, because make, make is, is, is an action word. It's a verb. It's a process. And the end result of, of making something is to transform it into something useful, into something that people can, can, can use, right? Amen. We can look at the example of Jesus and his disciple. And I realized that 
discipleship is personal. It's personalized. Because Jesus and his 12 disciples, he was physically, faithfully present. Amen. It wasn't an, 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 an instant, like a one-time teaching or one-time visitation. It's a process ongoing. So this idea to make disciples, it's, it's, it's not just evangelism. That's one aspect, calling people for altar calls. But it's you being faithfully present. And he says, teaching them to observe all things. So this discipleship is holistic. Meaning that it covers, as you said, every aspect of a believer's life. Every. How to be a wife, how to be a husband, how to be a son, how to be a professional, how to be a minister. So this discipleship covers every aspect of our lives. But we neglect it as a church. Yeah. You know, when I, when I say, brother, when a pastor believes, and it's a deception, that what he does on Sunday is the primary discipleship. I, I always ask them, hey, was there any other better and more anointed teacher than Jesus Christ? Hmm. And of course, I haven't said, heard anyone say, yeah, I am. They say, no, he was God. He was God and he preaches no more anointed. I said, how many times did Jesus preach? Did the apostles come to him and say, hey, Jesus, what did you say? Did Jesus respond by saying, weren't you paying attention? No. Did he say, I don't have time to explain it because I got to feed 5,000 or I got to go heal the six? No. Jesus, the Messiah, God, showed us the value and the importance and the priority of discipling. He sat down and he explained the, the teaching and the application. That's discipleship, helping them take those verses, those principles that he teaches, and showing them, explaining to them how they work that out in and through their lives. Jesus, mm. there's no better example in Scripture than Jesus himself. But mm. as you're saying, that's time-consuming. That's feet-washing. And the reality is we've created this mediocrity in the churches today. Well, we are very busy doing many things, but this primary thing that God has called us to do as a priority, making disciples, is not happening. And if it was, you would see people, as you grow and mature, have a genuine concern of the heart of Christ toward the weak and the ignorant that are coming into the church, that you would see them having this natural desire to mm -hmm. offer that relationship with them to say, look, let me journey with you for a while. Let me walk with you and teach you the things that I had no idea and having the ability, but also the heart to journey with someone for six months to a year and mm -hmm. walking them through these wonderful truths and principles, encouraging them along the way. When you look at most churches today, brother, and it's not just in America, it's around the world. This is not something we're witnessing. So this is why so many people today are so disenchanted hmm. with church. There's no power in ignorance. There's none. God yeah. cannot bless ignorance. Yes. He wants to show off his power and his greatness, might, 
But we, he can't if we remain ignorant and believe mm-hmm. that all he wants is for us to do our best. Wow. So, so let me, let me uh, ask this question. You mentioned journey. Discipleship is a journey, a relationship that a student has with his teacher. Because how would you define the word disciple yeah. and the concept discipleship? Well, there's, there, I, we explain discipleship. I, uh, John 15, 7 through 8 gives us some wonderful, and, and it, you, can, you can track this from the Old Testament to the New Testament. Mm-hmm. Uh, 269 times that Jesus mentions in the Bible, the New Testament talks about, you know, a disciple. He always, he always uh, uh, brings a description to that either before or afterwards. But uh, John 15, 7 through 8 really breaks it down. It says, if, if, if you abide in me and my word abides in you, hmm. you will ask what you desire and, and it shall be done for you. By this, my father is glorified that you bear much fruit. You will be my disciples. So the first description we see here is if you abide in me, which you and I already talked about. Well, you can't hmm. abide in Christ unless you're saved. Yeah. You, you've got to you've got to receive Jesus Christ. So the first description of a disciple is someone who's received Jesus Christ mm-hmm. as the son and daughter of God. The second description there is, and my word abides in you. You mm-hmm. must become a student. Number two, you have to make a deliberate decision to say, I am ignorant. God says, I came to him as a baby. I know nothing. Yeah. I don't care if you're a nuclear scientist, a brain surgeon, <laughs> or a gas station attendant. We wow. all come to Christ exactly the same way. We yes. have to be challenged. Look at God says, I promise to complete that work in you, but mm. he won't force it. Mm. You have to choose to say, God, I want this. I desire it. And I know uh, I, was, I was dyslexic. I, I, when I, I still work, I struggle with dyslexia. Reading is something that I didn't enjoy doing. And so when it came to studying scripture, I really had to pray, God, give me the desire. Give me the supernatural ability to understand what I'm reading. And he did. He answered that prayer. But so being a student is number two. Number three, he says that, and then you will ask what you desire and it will shall be given to you. What God is saying there is not that you and I can, you know, tell God, I want a Mercedes Benz. What he's saying is, this is an idiom, which means you need to desire to obey. You need to, when you hear it and it speaks to you, and God says, here's something I want you to stop or start doing. You have to say, God, I'm asking for the grace to obey you. I'm asking the desire to be. So that third one is the obedience, a desire to obey. And last, he says, you will bear much fruit and you will be my disciples. Wow. So that fruit, brother, is that you will represent Christ. And what did Christ do? He discipled It'll be a natural gravitation that you will duplicate and desire to pour into other people because the love of Christ and the concern for the spiritual well-being for those around you will naturally happen. And brother, it is a wonderful thing to go on a journey with somebody and witness this transformation when you walk with them. So just to summarize what you you just said, um, Abai, which is salvation, and um, the word teaching, and then um, um, 
What else? Obey. 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 Which is the acts. Student number two, obey, desire to do his will. Yes. Yeah. And then the last one is fruitfulness as a result of transformation, becoming like Jesus Christ, a disciple. Right. Wow. Dude, wow. Being a disciple to others. Duplicate. Wow. Yeah. And, and that's actually what Jesus wants. He wants more, more, more sons and daughters like him. That's pretty much the old, the, the old. Oh, man. It, it's simple, brother. We make it so complicated. Wow. We really, really do. It's, uh, and the, the wow. devil's done a masterful job of keeping us um, from understanding this and, and from us prioritizing this. And brother, you brought something up. You know, I know when I disciple any man, I know from scripture, the priorities that God's given him. Mm. If you came to me and you said, Craig, you know, what? I, 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 I'm something's missing. I, I want to be discipled. I would ask you, I'd make sure you're saved. Yes. Tell me about your salvation experience. Yes. And then I'd make sure, what, you know, what you can understand about the, the, the foundation principle of your faith. But then I'd find out if you're married and I'd find out if you have kids. And then from that, I would know where do I start with you? Mm. I would teach you how to abide in his word and become a student of his word. Mm. I would make sure that you understand the deity, trinity, and tome at the foundational principle of your faith. Wow. I'd teach you how to crawl up in daddy, your daddy's lap in heaven and fulfill the greatest purpose of why you exist, how to have intimacy with Jesus Christ. There's nothing more important than that or that he wants from you other than this close relationship. That is something that is caught mm. as much as it's taught. And wow. then... I would show you how to be a husband. Mm. I'd walk with you through that. And then I would tell you and show you how to be a, a father because those are the priorities that God's word has put upon your life. Mm. Now that's what God wants us to know as disciples because the discipleship journey is strategic. Mm. It's purposeful. It's not like, Hey, let's get together. What, what do you want to talk about today, brother? You know, mm. what, what's just on your mind? Wow. Yeah, so the workbooks we have and we use from our, our website are all discipleship books. Wow. So they're done for a person to do personal study, individually, you know, or a group. And what's really awesome, what God had us do, as you're learning principles, hmm. uh, there is a self-examination question that causes the person, as they're reading about whatever the subject matter is, where a question is put to that person, what mm -hmm. is God saying to you over this verse? So if you're discipling someone, you can go right to that point and see, do they really grasp it or not? Mm. And right after that, there's an action plan. Now, based upon this principle that God has just taught you, what is God asking you to do or stop doing? Mm. Where the person has to write, you've got to call them to action. You've got to call them to do that third part. God, I want to apply, not just be a hear, I want to be a doer of yes. what you're asking me to do. So they're, they're wonderful discipleship tools uh, that, and they're free online that anyone can download. And mm -hmm. soon, within two months, all of our books will be an audio book in about wow. six different languages. So can you tell the audience how they can have access to your material and how they can reach out to uh, FDM? Yes, if you go to www.fdm, that stands for Family Discipleship Ministries, fdm.world, you just put that in, it'll go right to our website, 
and all of our material is there. You can even access our free online school that we have over 400 pastors around the world that are being trained. We have, uh, we have Swahili, we have uh, uh, Telugu and Tamil, uh, there's you know, uh, Spanish. So there's, I think six or seven wow. different languages being taught that you can sign up for free and we receive certificates and even diplomas if you finish the whole course. And so uh, it's, it's, again, free online. We, we target pastors and people who desire to be in ministry on the school. But if they go to the FDM, they can download all the audio and all the workbooks absolutely free. Wow. So pretty much you guys empower ministers so that they can empower their members. Amen. Amen, wow. brother. You know, just like Paul, we yes, believe yes. that, you know, Paul was the most educated Pharisee and scribe. I mean, that brother was <laughs> knowledgeable, and yet he knew everything about church at the time. Yeah. But this scales that came off his eyes when Ananias went and prayed for him, I believe those scales exist on many pastors today. And I believe, brother, God has said to us, I'm going to, he says, I'm going to remove those scales. Amen. Amen. And, and he said, he said, that's why the, one of the things that we teach is called discipleship takes vision and strategy. It's one of our workbooks. It's giving pastors a vision for mm. discipleship. Wow. And, and so we have witnessed, brother, when pastors go through that, they're just going, oh my gosh, wow. how, all the training, all the MDivs and all the things. How did I miss wow. this truth? Wow. And so it's been a, an absolute blessing mm. to uh, bring this truth and, and share it with these churches uh, uh, in many different countries and watch the transformation that takes place. Wow. Thank you so much, uh, Mr. Greg, because the Bible says when you know the truth, the truth will set you free. And the Bible says my people perish for lack of knowledge. There's, there's power in knowledge. You know, Amen. truth is freedom. Wisdom is deliverance. And that's what you're doing. Just as Jesus said, may go into the all nations, make disciples and teach them to observe everything. And that's exactly what you're doing. Empowering ministers and they can go back and be a blessing to their members and disciple them. So what was your last message to ministers who are contemplating and about the importance and impact of discipleship? Don't look behind you. Look forward. If the Holy Spirit spoke and, 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 and brought some conviction, don't let the devil capitalize on it. Mm. Ask God to give you the grace to move forward and take the time. Make the time to learn. Grab this vision, vision and watch what God will do going forward.